Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximize your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson-Staveley of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Law, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm feeling set up for the year ahead. There's nothing like a new year, Debs, is there, right? And a new set of dates that makes you feel like anything is possible. Yes, definitely. And I think you've got to really go into that, pack down the year before and think about your year ahead. So happy new year. Happy new year. We thought it might be useful on our theme for uh, January series, start as you mean the year to go on. I think Mm -hmm. what is uh, so easy to forget because life gets busy and it gets into kind of, you know, the uh, business as usual kind of vibe so quickly because us humans are so resilient to dealing with change. But for many of us, this is the first new year that we're able to go in probably with more likelihood to be able to predict what the next three, six months ahead are going to look like. So hence we thought if it's been a bit of a while since you've got your longer term planning skills set um, sort of tried and tested, then it's a chance to refresh some basics that can actually really set you up with a fresh energy for the year ahead. Yeah, definitely. And if you take the time to just stop and think about what that means for you and what's important to you and thinking about how you're going to achieve that and then breaking it down, as we know, it actually makes a huge difference. So, yeah, looking forward to really thinking about it and being conscious about what it is you want to achieve in the in the year to come. Yeah. So we thought we'd use the word intent rather than goal setting or setting objectives. So from your coach perspective, Debs, what what is it that by setting your intention, just even that shift in language, what benefit can that bring us? Yeah, it's a, it's a good catch actually, Laura, because when we sort of think about, I'm going to set my goal, I'm going to set my New Year's resolution, whatever you want to call it, we actually put a lot of pressure on ourselves to then want to have to achieve it. And I think it's that have to. Oh my God. And if I don't, then I must be rubbish and I can't do that. Yada, yada, yada. Whereas if we say my intent is to achieve whatever it is I'm going to set out to achieve, it just spins off in a much better way and a more kind and compassionate way to ourselves to say that I'm setting myself up with intent, which gives me choice that enables me to move forward with it. So I can choose when I'm going to potentially do that thing I might have put on my list of things to do. Um, it's not as rigid, I suppose, because then it is my choice. It's on my terms. I think there's more flexibility with that word of my intent is to, um, and therefore it gives you more options and enables you to pivot, I suppose, if it's not going quite as well as you wanted it to, because we have to change some habits. Yeah. And I think the, the, I learned that kind of the, the idea of this, this word about setting your intention and set, what's your intent, um, from, you know, from all the years that you and I have worked with each other. Cause I'd never really used that word before, but you know, it would, it would be more, you know, what's your aim? What's your goal? What's your vision? Which can feel quite fixed. But I think if anything, you know, that life has shown us recently, we've got to be foxy. We've got to be flexible and actually more of an overall intent, I think, um, helps you land. A couple of things differently. There's, from a tone point of view, it enables you to think, what is the tone that I want to have in the 
background to this conversation that we're about to have, for example, if I've got an overall intention for how I want our relationship to go, for example, then that can just help steer you to the right tone in that conversation. I think it also keeps you a bit tolerant (laughs) if then the other person doesn't play ball in that conversation because their intention might be a bit different. So I think the intent keeps you a little bit more kind of um, a bit of a bigger picture perspective. And I think it also keeps you um, tenacious. So if there are some setbacks and if there are some things that don't go your own way, you've, you've still got that kind of longer term perspective. So yeah, I'm all about the alliteration at the start of this year, Debs. That is my intent for this year. It's all about the three T's for me, <laughs> tone, tolerance and tenacity. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love that. And it's thinking, I suppose, about law. How do you therefore consciously set your intent so you know some people will set it certainly in coaching conversations will set that for the whole year and they may select or choose a word that really resonates with them that are going to drive them forward and others will say actually I'm just going to look at it over the next three six nine months rather than the whole year so again it's very much giving you that um I suppose the options to lean in or lean out depending on what else comes into your life because going back to what we're saying you know they can become really restrictive when we're setting a goal as you said it's quite a hard measure and how do you measure it you know what are you measuring against I think is really important when we think about what we actually want what do we want this year to be about for us Um, and therefore we can come off of autopilot when we have selected our intent Rather than just go through the motions, I set myself a goal or a New Year's resolution, whatever you choose to call it. Um, that means I must do it by this point. Otherwise, I'm a failure. So what we need to consider is that if I then come off of that autopilot language that has constantly been fed to me and I just stop a minute and have a dream about what I want and then think about, well, what does that mean? And then we bring some focus to it because then that's the choice. Then we can give some intent Um, because we're in choice mode and options and exploration mode that then enables us to achieve what we want without feeling like we've let ourselves down. And I think it's just a kinder and more compassionate way to be able to explore what's important for you over the next, what we call about the, you know, the now, the near and the future. So there aren't dates around it. It's just that sense of what's now, what's near, what's my future going to look like. Mm. I mean, I know, um, in a moment, we're, we're just going to give some, uh, some practical tips, you know, in terms of what that might mean to have a, uh, an intention setting session. But I mean, it can be a real game changer. There's a couple of, uh, sessions that I've run with people just on that, uh, the, uh, you know, that kind of end of December, beginning of January kind of set. And it can really set up not only ourselves, but also from a team point of view, but it gives you almost like a new line in the sand. So, um, just almost that sort of fresh energy kind of around it. So it might not necessarily be something as big goes, I'm going to completely change my life. But just even to have a new paragraph that you can then, you know, make a conscious decision to leave some things behind, you know, that might not work. I've got a new book that um, I kept reading reviews for, and it's got such a catchy title that almost just sort of takes your breath away, really, when you're reminded of it. It's Oliver Berkman's book, 4,000 Weeks, which is the average human lifespan. 4,000 weeks, that's it. Wow. So when we you say it real... like that, though, Law. Say it again. I said, when you say it like that, 4,000 weeks, you know, it, uh, okay, what do I do with those 4,000 yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, it's quite a reminder, really, of how, um, 
you know, it's, uh, you know, that's, that's the gift really. And, and by, by being able to set that intent of actually, you know, you don't get lots and lots of years in your early midlife, you know, you, it, it's all kind of, um, a finite kind of time. So to set that intention, do I want this year to actually be a really, um, relaxing year or a calm year or a confident year? What might that be? And then that means you're generally heading towards, well, actually, I've got a spare weekend. Right. I know my intention from this year was otherwise it's all just ticking things off the task list and you can feel a bit like a machine yeah. or just forever focusing <laughs> yeah. on things that you haven't done yet. But if there's uh, yeah. you know, a higher kind of intention behind it, it just um, just means you're able to keep a little bit more mindful of just how valuable that time is. And the, the impact that the pandemic has had on so many people is we've had to get so operational and so tactical that I know from the work we've been doing with lots of corporates recently is for many teams and individuals and, and um, uh, departments, it's the first time in quite a while they've been able to do some bigger picture thinking. And in the words of Katy Perry in her song Raw, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> so you've mm. got to set your intent because <laughs> there'll always be stuff to do. Your intent. And, Life will always kind of yeah. uh, serve you things to get busy about. So, Debs, what would be some questions or some um, conversation starters that you think helps set our intent so we set up for a great year ahead? Yeah, I think have a have a have um, I suppose some space and time for you where you think about if my intent is to be confident. So, taking what you've said, my intent this year is to be confident in all that I do. So taking a step back and go, so what does that actually mean to me? What does that look like? You know, what will I hear? Um, what will I see? What might other people say about me if they can see that my confidence is building? And then it's thinking around, okay, how am I going to create that? So it's asking yourself some of those questions. How am I going to create that um, feeling, that sense, that level of confidence that I'm looking for? What, is, what are the steps that I could take in order for me to maintain that and make sure that that's happening for me? Is there anybody I might need to collaborate with that's also going to help me along the way? So might check in with me or they might give me feedback in the moment. So, you know, who's your trusted ally as we um, talk about? I think give yourself some time to think about what might stop you from living your intent, from being confident, what might get in the way of that. Um, who can I get support from, I think is a really good question. And therefore, what's the first step and when am I going to start it? So just by doing those check-in questions enables you to start to structure, because we do like a structure. So it enables us to start to think about those things in, in a way and then breaking it down into the other bits that say, right, okay, I now know what my tent is. How am I going to create that space around me that is going to enable me to do that? So it might be, I'm not going to look at all the confident people on social media, or I believe to be confident. I'm going to avoid that. Um, I'm going to get rid of anything that doesn't focus me on what my intent was. So thinking about how do you create your own space around you that's conducive to you being your best self, as we always call it. So that's one thing I would consider. I think the second thing is coming back to the moment. Too often we we whiz forward and go, oh, if only I had, and what if I'd done that? And when can I do that? Like six, seven, 12, nine weeks away. away. Whereas if we come back and slow ourselves down, a great exercise to do to come back into the moment and go, am I living with that intention? It's just to do what we call the you know, five steps. And I know people will have seen it, but it's such a powerful thing to do that bring us into the now. Um, 
And therefore, we just stop and breathe, first of all, obviously take a couple of intentional breaths. Um, and then you look around and you ask you to say, I love that law. Take a deep breath. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot Notice, to breathe every now and then. Thank you. <laughs> forget to breathe. Yeah, we do forget to breathe, don't we? So take three really good deep belly breaths, as we call it, and then take a moment and think, okay, what am I seeing? Notice five things that are surrounding you right now. So you sort of have to consciously then look what's around you. Notice four things that you can feel around you as well. So what are those four things? Notice three things you can actually hear that's going on around you, two things you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. And it just brings us right into that moment, if you like, that we can just pause and think, oh, actually, I'm now ready. I'm prepped myself. I can now move on. Am I, um, is this helping me or is this hindering me? So again, it gives us choice to make that next step, whatever that might be to, to, I suppose, stop you from being overwhelmed by setting so many goals that I'm not going to achieve any of them. So I'm going to procrastinate, not do any of them. And then you'll beat yourself up because you haven't done them and therefore you'll break your confidence and that cycle then continues. So we look back to those five, those questions at the beginning, if you like, okay, what's going to stop me from achieving this? And then working out a strategy, a plan, an action, whatever it works for you to enable you to overcome those little mini blockers, if you like, that pop up when we're least expecting it. So you're ready, as ready as you can be. Love it. And that exercise, as you said, it kind of brings you right into the the here and now. And I think just by viewing it as setting your intent for the year ahead rather than the goals, it also keeps you your emotional intelligence levels up as well. I mean, it, you know, if if uh, think of all the you know amazing leaders we work with, if if you are only planning, well, these are my goals. This is what I'm going to do. Then, um, from a leadership point of view, you might be missing a trick because you might be ambitious and driven and have lots of. Challenges changes that you are going to lead through a, through an organisation. But if no one trusts you, if they don't feel like they're being listened to you, if you're never able to be fully present in that conversation with someone because you're so caught up in your own stuff, then actually the intention means that it, it enables you to look at it from the other point. So my goal is to uh, lift the morale of our organisation as we go through tricky change. My intention is, is it, it just keeps it as, a, as that sort of balance. It's not all just, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, because if your X, Y, Z is dependent on other people engaging with you and receiving that well. And I just think that shift from goals and objectives, which feel a little bit one-sided because it's in the eye of the beholder, yes. whether you are an inspirational leader or whether you are a collaborative team worker, the intention just enables us to, to remember that there's a social side to this as well as a solo mindset aspect of it. Um, and it also, I think, is a bit more of a mature way of looking at sometimes life might throw you some curveballs that are in direct opposition of the goals that you might have set three months ago. But if the, but the intention just keeps you fl flexible, flexible with that kind of evolving landscape. I mean, just even putting the time in your diary, sometimes an hour yes. and a half with someone else. So not a hurried 20 minute conversation, but putting some proper quality time. But if you feel that actually a little bit of a setup at the start of the year will help guide you and, and lead your decision making, then that is definitely time well spent. Um, I'd say a minimum 30 minutes as a little solo thinking exercise. If this is a party of one that you're going to do to set your, your intention.
attention. If it's a conversation with someone else or a few other people, hour and a half in. So it feels like a bit of a quality, more of a quality conversation. And um, just very simply, it's a bit like a any kind of performance review. Let's do a bit of review, a bit of current state a bit of where we're heading. So what's our intention then? What might that mean in terms of our decision-making values? What would be our next steps? And then and then setting, I think, that, as you said, that reminder to sort of catch yourself. Because um, let's say your, your, your first season of the year is going to be really full on. It's putting some kind of little reminder in to check, actually, the intention we set a couple of months ago or I set a couple of months ago, how's that panned out? What might that mean moving mm-hmm. forward? Yeah. And as you said, it gives you that opportunity to be flexible and and just pivot, if you like, to make a change if you need to. But you're intentionally doing that. It's not being done to you. Um, You're making that choice to do it. And I think that's the one thing probably my call to action would be around, you know, we all have a choice and we can choose how we can act. We can choose to do um, the things we want to do. We can either do nothing or we can do something, but they're both a choice, right? So if it aligns with what's important for you for the coming year, then it's actually, what's my choice? What's the first thing I can do that's going to keep me moving towards that and therefore recognizing when I've done it, how I'm doing it. So I would definitely think have that as your mantra. You know, I have a choice and therefore I can choose to act with intent. So with purpose and meaning and who you are to make that happen. So that's what I would say would be my call to action law. Oh, I love it, Debs. My share of the secret would be if you're more of an extroverted person, having this conversation with someone else over a cup of tea or a glass of wine, it can really lift you for the year ahead. And in light of that 4,000 weeks book, as well as all of the, uh, you know, the very sensible, mature, grown up adult things that might be part of your um, intent setting conversation, either with yourself and someone else, I think it's also giving some equal airtime to what is it I love doing? What is it I want to learn this year? What is it going to make me laugh? this year. So if you think actually when I've got a bit of love, learning and laughter in my life, you know, it feels a little bit, uh, it feels a little bit kind of easier. And uh, some of these things you can't plan for, but if your intent is, is to get more of that good stuff in, then it can just then help define in your mind, what are the things I'm going to say yes to? What are the boundaries that I might actually say no to this year because they drain me? So that intention is is not also for the, it's not just for the sensible things in our life as adults, but also some of that other stuff as well, because we only get 4,000 weeks if we're lucky. <laughs> that is the yeah, finite time. Wow. So actually, in terms of your <laughs> make intention, count, right? at, make it count. Not only the kind of, you know, the sensible stuff, but also the things that give you that life as well. So, um, yeah, not only not only the, uh, the, the big ticket items that you've got, but also um, what do you want to do more of this year that just lifts you up? So... That would be the, uh, the, sh- the share the secret. And sometimes that is a useful conversation to have with someone else, because if your own head can't think, actually, what do I love doing? Sometimes chatting that through with someone else just sort of reminds you. Yeah, love that. And I, I look I look forward to sort of finding out how that goes for you, Law, because we can do a check in with each other, right, as to what's your intent for this year? So I'm going to ask you that question as we sort of wrap up today. What's your intent for the year ahead? Well, Debs, it's not very... Doesn't sound very sophisticated, but I want a less lumpy life work balance. Nice. It less feels, lumpy. It, it, yeah, well, I don't think I'm alone in this. It feels like with the shift that we've had in the kind of the working week, there's intense periods of real busyness, lots and lots of kind of uh, uh, um, stuff to do and pressure. And then kind of, oh, that sort of. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get to sort of the the, the end, and and actually there, there's there's um I've picked it up a bit this this year how this Tuesday Wednesday Thursday peak of the working week with maybe a working from home Monday or Friday. And of course, our work lives will reflect that as well, because um, not many people want a training course on a Monday or a Friday in a central office anymore, you know, so, so that our kind of working week, my working week has certainly been reflected with that. But I think there's an opportunity just to smooth it a little bit, because nice. I think actually Less from lumpy. a sustainable energy point of view, I think, you know, working at 150 miles an hour for three days of the week, and then absolutely exhausted, then, you know, on kind of day five, it doesn't need to be like that. So I think my intention is just to smooth things out a little bit. I think for nice. hybrid working, lots of change it has created quite a lumpy um uh, working week where there are high periods and then kind of whew, quite tired ones so that would be my intention for this year Debs more of a streamlined That's sustainable cool. energy nice oh I like that less lumpy that's a less really lumpy. good one because you can you can feel it see it hear it touch it visualize it and that's really important yeah. if it connects with all of your senses you're more likely to live with that intent as you go through the rest of this year so I love it nice thank you for sharing law my pleasure thank you for asking how about you what's going to be your intent for the year ahead so my intent for the year ahead is going to be look for the joy in everything so look for the joy and the opportunity. That's going to be mine. Quite simple, in different ways, applied to different levels. But I think that's my intent. No, it's not I don't think. that I know that's my intent for the next year. Oh. Joy and opportunity. Oh, lovely. So mine's less lumps. Yours is more joy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can let us know. <laughs> yes. Whose intention more mirrors you? <laughs> Joy versus yeah. lumps. <laughs> yes, joys or lumps. I love it. <laughs> well, have a joyful week ahead, Debs. You too, Law. Looking forward to speaking to you next time. Yeah, love it. So we will pick up on this uh, series tone that we've got for the kickoff of the year. Start the year as we mean to go on. There's nothing like the start of the year to bring that fresh energy and fresh focus. And uh, there's been something about the last couple of years that for many of us, we might have lost that skill set of thinking mm -hmm. near and far because everything yeah. got quite tactical and operational with uh, the changes associated with the pandemic. So um, actually for many of us, this might be the first year that we're going into where we have a little bit more predictability about how that goes. So our overall takeaway from this is, is what's your intent? How do you set up for a great year? So um, look forward to catching up with you next week, Devs. Yeah, you too, Law. Lots of love. Oh, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're a Spotify listener, give us a rating as it makes it easier for us to share the secret with others.